If someone stops by and asks you what the global language is, you will probably answer English, no hesitation. However, if you're asked what is the most spoken language in world terms, you will probably answer Chinese. In everyone's opinion, Chinese is spoken by a huge amount of people due to the larger Chinese population, but you can easily think of English as the most widely used language. Unexpectedly, during the past few years, the primacy of the English language has been questioned by many, given the growing importance of the Chinese language. I'm Elisa from 2AL for LMC News and with this podcast I will go through this matter stating exhaustively the rise of this language and its worldwide impact. Firstly, I wanted to start off with some background information, briefly explaining the main differences between these two languages. This is useful to better understand how these languages work and how effectively they could be used in everyday communication. As English and Chinese belong to two different language families, they have many significant differences. This makes learning English a serious challenge for Chinese native speakers. As far as the alphabet itself is concerned, Chinese doesn't have an alphabet but uses a logographic system for its written language. In logographic systems, symbols represent the words themselves and words are not made up of various letters as in alphabetic systems. As a result of this fundamental difference, Chinese learners may have great difficulty reading English texts and spelling words correctly. Many aspects of the English phonological system cause difficulties for Chinese learners. Some English phonemes simply don't exist in Chinese and even stress and intonation patterns are different. Because unlike English, Chinese is a tone language. This means that it uses the pitch, which is the highness or the lowness of a phoneme sound, to distinguish word meaning. On the contrary, in English, changes in pitch are used to emphasize or express emotion and not to give a different word meaning to the sound. The difficulties of pronouncing English words compound by problems with intonation result in the heavily accented English for many Chinese learners and as a result in some cases, even English learners with perfect grammar may be very hard to understand. These main differences highlight the difficulty for Chinese speakers to learn English, but given that with the rise of the Chinese language many English speakers would have to do the reverse process, let's look at these aspects from another point of view. As a start, I want to report a study to give you some exact information. A study carried out by the Wellcome Trust has shown that Chinese is much more difficult to learn than English. With previous research on this language, it has been shown how the brain decodes speech by turning the sounds made when talking into meaning. For many years, it was assumed that this process was the same for all the spoken languages, but later on it has been discovered that Chinese is built up in a different way. The Chinese speakers need both sides of the brain to face up the challenges of Mandarin. But English speakers listen with only one side. Researchers found out that only the left temporal lobe is active when English speakers hear spoken English. This research was performed by using some brain scans on volunteers as they listened to their own native languages. When English speakers heard their language, their left temporal lobes lit up on the screen. But when Chinese speakers heard their native tongue, there was an action revealed in both the right and left temporal lobes instead. Mandarin can, in many ways, be much more complex than English. The research seems to indicate that Chinese speakers interpret intonation in the right temporal lobe to give the correct meaning to the spoken words. 
This surely explains why native English speakers find it so difficult to learn Chinese. Their brains do not function in the same way. Once given some essential information, we can keep on with some other data. A study carried out by Learning English asserts that the study of the Chinese language is increasing in the United States and around the world. In 2009, about 60,000 American college students were studying Chinese. That is three times as many as in 1990. Why can we say that Chinese could replace English? Is that a realistic and achievable assumption? Some people who were interviewed by Learning English had stated that so far English has been the universal language. But more and more, with Chinese businesses and the amount of industry that they have, it seems to be a logical thing that could be happening. It also seems like it would take you a valuable employee if you also spoke Chinese. Clayton Dube thinks Chinese will grow in importance, especially for people who want to work and do business in China, but he does not think Chinese will overtake English anytime soon. He thinks that as China rises, more people will adopt the language, but he doesn't think that Chinese will ever replace English. An important factor is that English rose to prominence through the British Empire in the 19th century and the American dominance in the 20th century spread the language even further. Andres Martinez, a professor of journalism at Arizona State University, says that he respects Chinese culture and expects the language to grow, but he says English, with its association with freedom, will surely remain the global language. As we already said, Chinese is also a more difficult language to learn. The US Foreign Service Institute estimates it will take a native English speaker 2,200 hours to reach professional fluency in Chinese. That is four times longer than it would take to reach the same level in Dutch, French or Spanish. While English grammar is much simpler, Chinese has a tone and writing system that is more difficult for adult learners to master. Also, a recent survey by Gallup showed that only one in four Americans is multilingual, or able to speak more than one language. And most multilingual Americans are immigrants or the children of immigrants. Thereby, for most American, British and Australians, learning a foreign language is a choice, not a necessity. On the contrary, Chinese are really invested in English and China Daily estimates that about 400 million Chinese are studying English. That means China has more English learners than the US as English speakers. As the Chinese language is rising, more and more people have started studying this language and schools have started offering Chinese courses. To better understand what students think about this complex language and how it is taught in Italian schools, I've had the chance to speak with a friend of mine, Federica, who is currently studying Chinese as a second language at a high school in Bergamo. As well as Chinese, she's now also studying English and German. I had the opportunity to ask her some questions about this language that I'm now going to report here. As a start, I asked her the most important question. Why did you choose to study Chinese? She answered that she was really invested in the Chinese language and therefore she would have loved to learn more about this culture. In addition, she thinks that this language could really give her great job opportunities for the future. This question was important to understand that even students are convinced that this language will be more and more used in the future. Secondly, I asked her what she likes the most about this language and what she finds particularly difficult instead. She said that she really loves the writing part and everything that concerns the Chinese ideograms and their meaning. 
Something that she finds particularly difficult is the pronunciation. As she's also studying other languages like English and German, she was able to understand how these languages work completely differently than Chinese, also regarding the pronunciation, which is really different and much more difficult. Then I went on asking her another important question. Do you think that Chinese, compared to other languages, requires a knowledge of culture and a certain sensitivity to their lifestyle in addition to the purely grammatical aspect? She replied that this is absolutely true, also given that the Chinese culture is far different from ours, and she thinks that in order to really understand and be able to study these languages, you will need to identify with their way of thinking and lifestyle. As I had the opportunity to speak to her about this topic, I also wanted to know if she would have recommended studying this language and if she would encourage other students like her to approach the Chinese culture. She told me that she would absolutely recommend it to people who want to learn and study a lot and constantly because it is a very useful and fascinating language. The last question was directly connected with this previous one. In particular, I asked her if she thought that it would be useful to raise awareness about the study of this language among teenagers. She replied saying that, in her opinion, it would be necessary as few people currently know that you have the opportunity to study Chinese, especially in high schools. While we're talking about the relationship between teenagers and the Chinese language, I thought it would have been interesting to also go over some information regarding the study experiences abroad and how students felt about traveling to China to study. As the main source, I will use the Intercultura website. Intercultura is an association which specializes in organizing programs for studying languages abroad. What's the perception that Italian teenagers have about China and how Italian schools are preparing to bring young people closer to the knowledge of the language and culture of this country, so different from ours and so important on the international scene. What are their short and long-term results of a study experience in China for a high school student? To investigate the perspective that Italian teenagers have of China, the Intercultura Foundation, in collaboration with the Research Institute Ipsos, has subjected 500 Italian teenagers aged 14 to 19 years old to a series of words with positive or negative meanings and ask them to indicate to what extent these works are suitable to be associated with China. Nouns such as pollution, tradition, communism and progress are among the most popular terms indicated by the teens. These are followed by several others positive and negative, chaos, power, but also culture and dynamism which underline an ambivalent image of China. Overall, Italians say they value China positively in 66% of cases. Legitimate opinions which well frame today's China, but which we must not forget are also the result of stereotypes and prejudice that arise from the lack of direct knowledge of this country. Only 29% of Italian boys declare to have had occasions of contact with China and its culture outside restaurants or other commercial activities. The picture outlined above changes, however, quite significantly if we compare this data with the answers given by another sample of 100 young people, this time between 18 and 27 years old, people who spent a high school year in China in the last 10 years. 
in this group there is a clear predominance of associations with the most positive keywords, a sign that the direct experience lived in the Asian country radically changes the overall opinion on China. Moreover, 93% of Italian teenagers say they have at least one element of interest towards the country, especially towards innovation and technology and employment prospects. Perhaps this is also why Italian schools are becoming aware of the China phenomenon and are increasingly proposing projects regarding this language. The research of the Intercultura Foundation carried out a mapping of the institutes that in the spring of 2017 had activated curricular or extracurricular courses of Chinese, reaching 279 on the entire national territory, 8% of high schools in Italy, with the involvement of about 17,500 students. It seems that there are also successful initiatives. 88% of schools managers in these schools are very satisfied with the courses that have been set up. Today, Chinese is still known only by 6% of the teens interviewed. However, there is great awareness of the future importance of this language. The students indicate it as the most important language after English. The best way to learn a language is to study abroad for quite a long time. So the research also investigated the experiences of 100 young people who are now between 19 and 27 years old and who during high school participated in the Intercultura program to live and study a year in China. What impact has it had on them such a strong and significant experience? These students are now brilliant students. 27% have graduated and 45% are studying at the university. 53% of these consider themselves among the best students of their degree course. But more importantly, 94% say they are satisfied with their lives and choices. This is because spending a period of study abroad as teenagers helps to know your hidden talents, skills and limits. All very useful elements to understand which career path to choose. Also, many of them say that the experience in China has enriched them personally, brought them closer to the Chinese culture and gave them an extra chance to find employment. This happened not only because they learned the language, but also because they developed different skills that are required by the world of work. Independence and autonomy, adaptability and problem solving, open-mindedness and the ability to understand cultures different than our own self-confidence and maturity. I really hope that this journey to the discovery of this language of such fascinating culture has helped you to break down some stereotypes that spring to mind when you think about this country. From now on, when someone talks about the importance of this language, you can state that you are aware of it and as a result you will be also able to express your opinions about it and also inform other people about this phenomenon which will inevitably become part of our society.